Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Ashley. And this is Locked in a Closet. Join us as we tell each other stories of true crime, the paranormal, urban legends, and all things spooky. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hi. I'm in a absurdly good mood right now because <laughs> I just opened my gift that Kristen sent over for little, little baby, baby presents. Little baby. I started to hold things up like people could see them. <laughs> <laughs> no, she we can posted on Instagram. That's true. I'll, um, you took pictures. I'll take pictures. Yeah, she yeah. did this incredible cross stitch of like me and Jeff and our dogs, which the dog detail because like i don't have like typical looking dogs or they're, they're like almost they're like, like dalmatian yeah yeah but, like, tiny little and you can tell i can tell because they're my dogs like which <laughs> one's which and then uh, me holding the little baby little baby and then a, a, well i should have said this one first but it's like a late christmas one but it's the um let's see if i can say this right the horror nament <laughs> of bigfoot to go on my tree that's gonna be amazing everybody needs a bigfoot on their christmas yeah. tree yeah and then a little Bigfoot book that I can't wait to read. And then, oh my God, how many different shirts did you make? One, I think six. Two, three. Yeah. Oh my God. And one of them has the locked in the closet logo. I cannot wait to show that when the baby's in it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so excited for you. Yeah. Once that baby's in that, that'll be posted on the instant. Yeah. Oh my God. These shirts are like one of them's like Bigfoot, I believe. Um, one of them says, ew, David. <laughs> <laughs> and when one of them looks like David's like iconic lightning bolt shirt. And it says, the bebe. <laughs> My siblings have, have paws, which is so true. <laughs> Mommy's little boo. They're so cute. Oh my God. I cannot wait to show Jeff. <laughs> I'm so and happy you like that. Share these. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Like if I hadn't already cried today, I feel like I'd be sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. I yeah. just went crazy on my cricket. I can't believe you, you made do. those. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love crickets. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy one of those. I don't care how expensive. Yeah, they are. it's so fun. We just like anytime we need to make anything, we're just like, ooh, crickets. <laughs> we get to use the right. Exactly. So I love it. <sighs> and that was like the first time holding baby clothes since like I found out I was pregnant, and that's surreal. That's weird. Yeah. I haven't bought myself anything like that, other than those shoes for like the picture I took. But yeah. Shoes are way different than clothes. Clothes, it's like you can see like how tiny. holding it. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. But also how very big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, don't think about that part. <laughs> Just think how tiny a baby is. Lately, I have been thinking about that part a lot more. Yeah. There, uh it's like I finally got used to being pregnant and I finally feel good. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have to birth <laughs> this now. <laughs> I'm not emotionally, physically, spiritually ready. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be just fine. Oh god. Like many things in life, I think I just need to be thrown off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. And deal with it. Just hope for a small baby, small healthy baby. Right. Yeah. But although yeah. it's got a big head, as we've seen in ultrasound. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. I actually find out the gender this Friday. <gasps> I can't wait. I'm so excited. Not that gender matters. I know gender, gender is a construct, matter, but also it makes it just more real. To like yeah, no. And then we can finally like pick a name because right yeah. now it's just I have girl names and then I don't have any boy names, so it's like, do I need to be serious about finding a boy name or yeah, or not even worry about it? Yeah, yeah. I uh, went to my brother's house yesterday, and uh, my nephew is asleep. He's almost nine months old now he was asleep still but my three-year-old niece was there they were just like playing a game doing whatever and she's very much like missing humans <laughs> like oh, he yeah. said like anytime they're at a park and anybody walks by he she's just like talking to them like she knows them and like asking them questions and stuff and uh I went and I sat beside her at the table they were playing a board game and she just stops and she looks at me and she like crawls onto me and I have my little ghost tattoo <laughs> behind my ear. She just like <laughs> rubs at it. She goes, I like Aww. your ghosty. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and then she saw my nose ring and she like went and pulled on my nose ring. She goes, oh, I love ow. your nose ring. I was like, okay, thanks. She yeah. goes, Andy, you're my best friend. I was like, oh, you're my best friend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like she's just precious. Oh my God. Kills you. Babies. Yeah. It's not a baby That's the thing. anymore, but kids are so social, and like this must be just torture for them yeah. to not be running around and 
be social. Yeah. Like, my brother was saying, cause like I have an older niece too, and she's at school. So whenever they walk over to pick her up from school, Olive just like talks to everybody. <laughs> she goes, hi, hi, we're going just to so Willow. <laughs> deprived of human interaction. Yeah. Oh, she's Aww. so cute. After I mean, the last same. lockdown, yeah, after the last <laughs> lockdown ended, Michael and I went over and uh, we get in the house and she just goes, I'm so excited you're at my house. <laughs> I was like, yeah, was I hope that the kids of this, you know, the, the really young ones, I guess they're called Gen Alpha now. I hope they don't remember a lot of this because it's just tragic. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I know that saying little like babies that were born during like all of this their best friend is like mirror baby and i'm like oh so sad right (laughs) or like maybe they know as themselves i've seen a few videos where people are like help like my baby is the only other interaction they've had is like with my dog so they're like picking up their dog's mannerisms and like that's (laughs) gonna be mine i got two dogs for this baby to crawl after oh god (laughs) yeah it's gonna be uh it'll be interesting to see how it affects all babies yeah but. hopefully I mean, there's gonna be lots of them <laughs> so. yeah although actually no i heard i assumed there'd be a baby boom especially because like i'm pregnant mm-hmm. but apparently no it's not what they thought it was going to be yeah. at all and they're concerned but oh, really i've seen arguments because people are like oh the boomers are saying that like you know our generation and younger aren't having enough kids to support them when they get older and it's like another person made a good point where it's talking about the baby boom like the boomers were a boom they weren't like it wasn't like a normal thing for that mm-hmm. many children to be born at once so it's like of course our numbers aren't going to match that because it's like yeah. it's a different circumstance so yeah. it's hard to yeah, say like whether sense. or not we're going through a sort of weird recession of not having children yeah it's so weird eh? yeah because it's, it's like weird how the patterns go yeah yeah it's strange it's a strange world but vaccines are coming i guess so Hopefully. Maybe 2022 will be the one. Oh my god, let's hope. Hopefully, yeah. like half of 2021 will be. <laughs> I know, be like summer, summer. Yeah, I know. My, my best friend's getting married on June 13th, and she was supposed to get married oh June 13th last year. So I'm just like, mm-hmm, like we're getting. June close. is still so close and yeah. still so like yeah. not. I'm a little bit concerned line. for her, but like she's very much in the mindset that like yes, this is ideally what we want, but. I mean, if we yeah. have to have a backyard thing, who cares? At this point, they've already had to postpone once. So yeah, that's good that she's Just... got that like mindset. I didn't have a big wedding, but I had a normal-ish wedding, mm-hmm. and it's like everyone deserves to have what they want, and it yeah. sucks that people can't have that right yeah. now. Yeah, we were gonna have a small wedding, but a big party. Yeah, and I mean, we had a very small wedding, um, <laughs> and eventually we'll have a Halloween party. Who knows yeah. when? Whenever everybody's vaccinated and right and it's safe and then yeah then it'll be one of those ones you don't remember yeah exactly <laughs> you black we'll out. all drink to forget yeah it'll this. take one drink for me precisely yeah <laughs> <laughs> well there we go yeah it'll be a cheap guest mm-hmm. <laughs> totally that's awesome okay should we get started should we should i get started <laughs> yeah oh i just wanted to ask you actually um have you been following the cult commune tiktok drama oh is that i know what you sent me i sent you like two oh my god like two weeks ago now i guess yeah no i haven't been following it i don't know if if it's because i've just been like liking everything i see but for like the last two weeks it has like spiraled oh no to like expose level of like oh my god tell me everything (laughs) i'll try and make it short but basically yeah like because for anyone unfamiliar there was this tiktok going around of these people in a commune and i think in like tennessee and they were just being very open about like hey like we're this like commune and you know come and join us and giving their full address like come join us at like 8492 lafayette street or whatever it was i don't know yeah, like, what it was first of all that's a huge red flag <laughs> like don't go to a right. random address that you find on tiktok right like total red flag because because of this i've learned so much actually about like real communes that i didn't know like it's actually quite difficult to join one like okay it's almost like a job interview like you need to be interviewed by the people of the commune make sure you're a good fit like they don't just let anyone in because why would they they want their community to be safe and 
they want you to make sure that you're going to actually like participate and help out. Right. So like, if anyone's just like, come join our commune, like that should be a red flag in itself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I guess like, because of that, everyone was like, yeah, I'm getting real fishy, like suspect thoughts from this. So a lot of people did some digging and found out like a lot of the members have like criminal records. Mm. Um, They like one of these girls that a lot of the people focused on her name was like rel and she skinned her dog and her cat oh that my killed God. her so they and they ate it ew on the <laughs> i know like apparently their excuse was that the cat killed a chicken on the farm so the cat had to be put down which is like so no. you skinned it <laughs> yeah so she, no. they ate it and then they skinned it and she made it into a hat and she made the dog into a skirt which Oh my what the God. fuck did Why the dog do? Just, like adopt them out. Like somebody yeah. would have taken them. Exactly. Oh. So that was like one of the biggest things that everyone was like, what the fuck? And they ate the cat and they were like proud of it. They're like, nothing yeah. goes to waste. I'm like, it's not a buffalo. Like, <laughs> Jesus. That's the first animal you made. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, so, God. and then, yeah, some of the people have like criminal records, like, um, there was a video one of the girls did because I guess people were, you know, joking and calling them like Jonestown and mm-hmm. calling them a cult. So they had this like jar of like hooch that I guess they had basically made themselves and they had Kool-Aid written on the side and they were passing it around oh and everyone was like God. joking like, oh, drinking the Kool-Aid. And it's like that is in such poor taste. Like hundreds of people died yeah. unwillingly. Oh and they were like God. laughing and joking and being like, we're not a cult. Oh, gonna drink the Kool-Aid and then like pretending to die after like drinking it. Oh my god, who like <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Right? Oh and my god. TikTok, I don't know. That side of TikTok exploded because it was like on my for you page all day, every day. And I was just like, yes, like <laughs> consuming <it> all of it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, liking every single bit of it. Oh. And then yeah, just like yeah, like out like if you look at the TikTok too, it's like a lot of the men that are there are a lot like significantly older and all right. of the women are quite young Ugh. so like what is that dynamic there like yeah were they allowing on and yeah just and then all of a sudden because everyone was basically shitting on them and like digging and finding out like crazy stuff about each person they all stopped posting and so i haven't heard anything about it recently oh my god we'll probably hear it in the news <laughs> yeah someone said that someone said vice is doing a documentary and i'm like oh my god i'm watching this unfold and it's gonna be a documentary like (laughs) that's wild yeah it's it's been like straight drugs into my veins right now i'm so like i love it i love hearing about it yeah i know you had sent me those two a couple weeks ago and then i honestly forgot about them (laughs) like i I thought you would get it and then (laughs) and then uh yeah oh god it got weirder yeah i wish i could remember more but Oh my god, this is not at yeah. all related to um cults, <laughs> but uh <laughs> it is related to TikTok. Have you seen the TikTok of it's like a podcast, these two guys are sitting on a couch and the one of them says Tubaware. Tubaware? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love am that one. addicted to that podcast. I just now oh, no way. caught up <laughs> with the podcast. I've been listening to it nonstop. It's so funny. I get um, I get a lot of their clips and I die laughing every time. Give it it's- up for Lent one yeah that one too <laughs> oh my god like it's so funny they're hilarious i love the top hey babe okay i'm gonna have to add that because they are funny okay. and every time i see them i always like it yeah but the tub aware one actually felt like so close to home because i used to have a boss <laughs> i love her she's hilarious but she would say tupperware like t-u-p-p-l-e and i swear to god me and a bunch of other people that were there would like correct her and we're like it's tupperware and she'd say tupperware every single time and it got to the point where it's like you know what the real word is stop saying tupperware you have zero excuses at this exactly and so when i heard that i like I died a little inside because I was like, oh my God, it's not just her that like fucks it up. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call it Tupperware. Tupperware so or funny. Tupperware. Yeah, it's like Tupple, it's Tupperware. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, definitely listen to it. It's so funny. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough. I'll let you get into it because this is your episode. We're kind of going I back guess. to <laughs> back to basics th- yeah, today. Going with- back to the OG format. Mm-hmm. You're telling yeah, me I feel all like- about spotlights on me i'm just like 
What do I do? I know. I'm just here for comic relief. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be so many likes and ums in this episode. I apologize to myself (laughs) for editing. (laughs) Oh, actually, because we we were going to talk about this, I totally binged that uh, Netflix series, um, Surviving Death Yesterday. Yeah. And it was great. I loved it, except for the whole, the episodes about the medium who like sits in like the closet thing. I forget Mm -hmm. what her name was. Which is, like, pretty typical of how they used to do, like, seances and stuff back in the day. I couldn't, I laughed so hard through that episode because, like, (laughs) I just couldn't take it seriously. It's like, if you have one spirit guide, okay, but then there was that little boy. Yeah. And then she would, like, (laughs) she would talk like an old-timey little Mickey Mouse boy. And I was just like, no, that's not real. (laughs) That one was a little bit too far. I also, I think I actually just, like, skipped through the ectoplasm episode because I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, whatever. I, I literally in my notes and I said and all the talk about ectoplasm like yeah I'm here for you know believing in mediums believing people can speak to the other side that just yeah no. I wasn't into the ectoplasm thing no that series if you are still dealing with grief <laughs> be prepared because I was not expecting to cry as much as I did no Sorry, I should like, have told you. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, I kind of figured because it's all about like talking about yeah people who are trying to contact those from the other side. But yeah, ooh, yeah, just a trigger warning there. If you're still not over someone's death, go yeah. into that one expecting to cry. <laughs> yeah, big time. The episodes that I really liked in that show series, whatever, mm-hmm. um, were the ones about the kids that remember their past lives. Yeah, I that was like the last episode. So cool. Yeah, that I love I that. Loved. I remember oh, yeah. like years ago going down the rabbit hole on YouTube of just like kids that remember their past lives. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> like how? I just felt so validated for like that weird experience I had as a kid. Yeah, you're like... Amelia Earhart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like while I don't remember my past experiences, someone tried to tell me about them. Like, Yeah, it's just so cool. Like the one where they contacted like the guy's daughter and it was like a checklist yeah. and he got so many of them. I was like, that's crazy. This is like a little kid. I, I actually, I, I don't. I feel like I heard about that one on a podcast a couple years ago. Oh, really? So I was kind of familiar with the story. And then I saw it in this episode and I was like, oh, my God, I kind of know this one. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was really and cool. The, and the one with the girls in the car crash. I remember hearing about that one, too. Like, oh, really? The twins. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Just crazy. I love it. I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so skeptical when it comes to medium. So I might I might roll my eyes sometimes. But I don't want to be. But I just yeah. feel like so I many feel like it's taken important. advantage of. Yeah, it's important to be a little bit skeptical. Like, yeah, in my stories that I am going to talk about, like I went in expecting nothing. Like I was just like, mm-hmm. it's cool, whatever. It's like an entertainment kind of thing, whatever. Yeah, it turned out to be more than that, but I would have been fine yeah. if it was just that. <laughs> so yeah, and I, I, I I'm excited to hear your stories because then maybe it'll make me feel less skeptical or at least m- more that some could be real yeah rather than yeah yeah okay okay (laughs) so the first one I'm going to talk about is I mean probably the most validating one for me anyway um so I've talked about it so many times my nanny passed away when I was 16 so it was in 2010 2010? yeah and then in 2013 my mom and I went to see like a really well-known psychic in like a group setting um I don't know if you ever watched the show paranormal state a long time ago, um, long but Chip Coffee was one of the psychics that was on it quite a bit. It was him like Chip, that we went to see. Chip, I remember the name of. Yeah. yeah, he's like a little old man with glasses. He always wears scarves. He's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we went to go and see him, and we just went because, like, we were fans of him because my mom and I yeah. used to watch that show all the time. It was at Chateau Laurier in like one of no the way, rooms. which yeah. is haunted. <laughs> yeah, one of the rooms like in the basement, kind of. Not the okay. basement. That makes it sound like it's like creepy, but it no, it's like- probably like a. Like one of their, they have like conference rooms and stuff. Conference rooms, thank you. That was the word, yeah. yeah. And there were like three ticket options. There was just like a general one. There was one with a meet and greet, and then there was one where you could like do an investigation with him. Oh wow! We didn't (laughs) do the investigation because my mom and I are wimps. (laughs) So yeah, um, we didn't want to get scared. We just wanted to like see stuff. So we got the meet and greet one, which I have a picture of him and me and my mom, which is so cute, and I love it so much. So we went in. We like got seated by somebody kind of but like not really they were just like okay like go sit here sit here whatever we didn't think twice about it 
And then when he came in, the first thing that he said was that we're not sitting where we're sitting for no reason. Like, there's a reason why you're sitting beside the strangers that you're sitting beside. Oh, wow. Who knows what that is? Like, maybe we'll figure out whatever. So he, like, went on for a little bit. Wait, so were you separated from your mom? No, I was sitting with my mom. Oh, okay. But it was, like, two... It's kind of like how wedding seating is set up. There's, like, an aisle in the middle. And then there's, like, seats on the side. And there were six seats and six seats. Like per I was going to say, I wonder if he like separated you guys so that it was more like you're on like, your own. <laughs> well, no, it was more like he to prove that it was real. Like I can tell you mm-hmm. two belong together or something. I don't know, but you were oh, together. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. No, we were together, <laughs> but it was just like us strangers beside us and then strangers okay. beside us on the other side too. That's okay. just how we were. So he said that and then he was just like going on for a little bit and then he started just like reading the room. So he did like two or three and then he went to the people beside us. It was a mother and daughter too. The daughter's boyfriend had just passed away in like Aww. a really bad car accident. Um, so he was like really angry that he had died and he was like had a really hard time like crossing over that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. I don't remember a lot of details, but I remember her crying really hard and I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. so bad. Well, of course, like you're going to think more of like your own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then right after they were done, he got us to stand up and... I honestly, I figured that I would cry really hard, but I was just kind of like, okay, you need to remember everything. Oh my God. So my mom was like crying, but I was just like, nope, I got to remember all of this. (laughs) You Um, just turned those emotions straight off. They were gone. Like, sorry, I love you so much, but yeah, (laughs) I got to remember in information (laughs) mode. Yeah. And my nanny came through like pretty much right away. Oh my gosh. And he said that she didn't pass right away and she was also pissed off that she had died (laughs) earlier because she was actually, I think she was. 60 oh my god so young oh my god i don't even remember how old she was i know i, I can't she remember my grandma passed around in her, in her 60s too and i don't remember the exact age and it was yeah like way too she young. was like young 60s mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure don't quote me on that so she was angry that she passed she like didn't want to go so it like took her a while to i guess like transition mm. i don't i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> proper terminology whatever the is. term yeah yeah he said that she was really moody which like that's where I get it from um and she was angry that she was sick she had cancer um and she was dying but she didn't want to like let anybody know that she was angry which like yeah (laughs) it sounds like a weaver woman to me oh my god that sounds this sounds so much like my grandma's story too like she died of cancer yeah she didn't tell anybody she also had like lung disease and we didn't know until after she passed away she didn't tell anybody yeah well we knew like we knew yeah we know she had she had different cancer lung disease was separate but yeah she didn't tell us like the extent of how sick she was yeah that's so sad yeah like i mean obviously you're not gonna be mean to somebody but you can't be like supportive (laughs) to them and like be with them and stuff that's yeah and know like the full extent of what they're going through we you know yeah Yeah. I remember too like because she was in the hospital for quite a bit before she did pass and she kind of waited not that you can really choose when you die but yeah she like I went to see her my brothers went to see her my cousin went to see her and like after everybody had kind of like said their final goodbyes that's when she like went that is such a common story hey like it's like they hold on until they feel like okay i've said goodbye to everyone because yeah like they're just fighting so they can yeah yeah okay gonna try not to get emotional (laughs) oh my god i know we're we're gonna cry this episode i know this is gonna be bad (laughs) um okay so i can totally understand why she was angry i would be too especially Mm -hmm. being so young. So at the time that we went, I was debating taking over ownership of a store that I was working at. And he like looked right at me and he said that she is telling me to stop going in between decisions and just get it together and do it. Mm -hmm. Like exactly what it was, but like I was going back and forth. Like, should I go back to school? Should I like take over? Like, I don't know. Cause I was 19 and (laughs) that's not something. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. She also told me that she liked my glasses, which was cute. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my mom, basically my dad, just a little ba- bit of backstory. He's like the epitome of a homebody. Like he never wants to go anywhere. He like <laughs> just wants to be at home, whatever. So she told my mom, because my mom is not like that, <laughs> um, <laughs> that if she wants to go somewhere, like just go. Like she, he said it like that. Like, just go. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> like don't wait. His hand like that. Which like, yeah, I totally understand. Well, this is my dad's mom also okay so he said that nanny was saying to like not basically don't let dad talk mom out of 
like doing stuff that she wants to do or like change yeah. her mind and like anything like that. Um, and then he said that she said that she loved us. And then the, it was actually really weird. The whole time he was talking, he was rubbing his hand like that. Oh my gosh. It's like my Nana used to do. <laughs> Sometimes, no. Like, I remember her doing that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she was like scratching like her thumb or what, or if yeah. it was like a nervous habit. I feel like but... it's like a tick or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she like used to do that when she was hanging out. I don't That's know. That's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, that was... Because I've never seen anyone do that in my life. So I I can't say that's a common thing for people to just sit there and do. Yeah. I don't like, I don't know. I just remember her doing it. So that one was kind of like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like what's happening? (laughs) So that's the only like, I don't know, famous psychic that I've ever gone to. That's cool that you even went to a famous one. Was yeah. he just like, was it like when they, the tour almost? Yeah. And then you get tickets? Oh, okay, that's yeah. not true. I saw Teresa Caputo, but nothing happened. <laughs> nothing <laughs> Yeah, because those group setting ones, like, it's just not guaranteed. Well, and the difference too was that Chip Coffee was at Chateau Laurier and it was like maybe a hundred people. Teresa Caputo was at like Canadian Tire Center. <laughs> so it was like oh, a wow. huge, huge audience. And I was like, there's absolutely no chance that we're yeah. getting anything done here. So Holy. I did see her driving that same day though. Oh no way! <laughs> she drives. She's just like us. Just drives like us. She drives. All I saw was like a halo of blonde hair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Okay. And then the other like personal story that I have is at that same store that I ended up taking over. Um. I worked with a lady named Pat, and she is just like very spiritual. And a few years after I like didn't have the store anymore and had like moved on, she started doing card readings and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that's oh, fun. I want to get my cards read. Yeah. So she came over one day and it, this was when I was still like with my ex and I was just like, not really happy. <laughs> it was like coming to the end of that relationship. Yeah. So when she first started, it was wild. Like I am in no way a spiritual person. Like I don't believe any of that really I know right like crystals and charging and yeah like, I, not I have cr- I have like a crystal because I think it looks pretty like yeah that's the same. I have a couple crystals because they're mm-hmm. pretty but I don't mm-hmm. think that they have energy sorry if you mm-hmm. do actually like go right ahead <laughs> yeah I've been th- seeing a thing on uh, TikTok lately about moldavite which is like some sort oh, of rock yeah I it's supposed to like change your life like drastically and i'm like why would anyone take that chance i know <laughs> even if i don't believe in it yeah exactly because people are saying that like the day i bought it like i was in a huge car crash and then other people are like the day i bought it i found out i was pregnant i'm like these are two very different yeah. situations <laughs> just like rolling the rolling the literally yeah yeah not into that um so okay we started, we were just like sitting at my kitchen table and she's like, okay, I want you to close your eyes. Let me take a deep breath. And then like, when you exhale, like picture like a white light coming from the sky, hitting the top of your head and going right through your body and like grounding you like into the ground. Crazy. And I could literally like feel shit in my feet. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Am I going crazy? <laughs> the mind is powerful. Though. Oh my God. It was so weird. Cause like I have done like yoga where it's like afterwards, it's, it's not spiritual, but it's like, they kind of get where you're meditating almost and they're yeah. like feel your limbs sinking into the earth below you and you're like whoa I can feel it yeah but it's just like that's your mind yeah it's crazy yeah a hundred percent so she did that and then she's like okay I want you to think in your head of just like a question that you want answered today and I was like okay or maybe I wrote it down or something I don't remember mm-hmm. um but it was like am I actually going to be happy because I was really unhappy in my last relationship which wow, is why I broke yeah. it off <laughs> um so she like went through the reading. It was the three card kind of thing. I know nothing about tarot cards. <laughs> she, Neither do like, I. One for your past, one for the present, and one for your future. The past and, and present, like sorry, sometimes the cards will say like death, but it doesn't mean that. It's yeah. like how they interpret it, which I'm like, yeah. how do you interpret it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Where's the instructions? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like obviously she knew some of my past because I had known her for a few years, but yeah. The card that she pulled, it was like something about like you've been betrayed in the past which like I had big time which is we're not going to talk about right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't need to get into that and uh it was just like somebody that was like really close to had like betrayed me and like all this stuff and I was like okay yeah I get that and then the present I don't remember anything about what the present was 
literally no idea. Yeah. The future, she pulled a card and I can like still picture it in my head. It was like a house in the background. And then it was like a tall man, a woman, and a like little girl in front of the house. Oh my and god, like, that's oh, okay. your current fucking future. I know. <laughs> Wait, what card was that? Because you should get that framed. I know. I, I don't should... I'll have to ask her because I'm still yeah. like in contact with her. You should get um, like you should just buy a tarot deck and like frame that one card because yeah. I know, isn't it crazy? Um yeah. so at the time being in an other relationship obviously I had no idea that Michael existed like I had yeah no idea I'd been with my ex-boyfriend since I was 16 <laughs> yeah I think I was 16 oh my um so I was just like oh okay great like everything's gonna work out we're gonna buy a house we're gonna have a kid obviously that's how I would interpret that too actually <laughs> yeah like because you yeah. don't expect like I don't know especially when you're you're yeah when you've been together with someone for that long despite yeah. on, despite how you feel you're like it'll get better or something right yeah like, I think we were engaged at that point too so I was just like, oh, oh and then okay, of course great. everything's yeah. going to be fine whatever I'll just get over it no to, <laughs> glad like, you didn't anybody you that's didn't. listening like <laughs> if you're thinking that like stuff is shit it probably is I was gonna say if you think at all and you're in your situation am I gonna get happy that's that's the red flag yeah I literally (laughs) remember being engaged and thinking to myself like oh it's okay we can just get a divorce and I'm like you're not even married (laughs) oh no oh Oh, no anyway (laughs) that's that's not good clearly it was for the better that that one ended and now I'm at Michael and everything's great um and you're happy yeah so that's what I thought it was and I was like okay whatever that's fine Mm -hmm. and then like years later after I had broken up with that person and like everything changed and stuff and Michael and I were going to be moving in together I remembered that story and I was like oh my god <laughs> like it's literally oh me and him and Avery like his daughter yeah because he had a daughter when you met him so it wasn't yeah. like a surprise it was just yeah like, Wait a minute. and like it that was like wasn't the puzzle like, yeah that wasn't ever like fresh in my mind you know like it wasn't something that I thought about all the time yeah like it was when I was in my last relationship <laughs> like I didn't really you know yeah try to block a lot of that out and it wasn't like something you were manifesting because you weren't thinking about it. It was just no. like one day you were like, oh shit. Like yeah, <laughs> you made like, that realization. Wow, you're good. <laughs> I think yeah. I actually messaged her on Facebook and I was like, listen, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you remember this, but like it happened. Like, yeah, crazy. And wow. like, that's a literal like thing of the card. A literal yeah. Sometimes it's not so literal, but that like that one seemed to be like, yeah, literal. Yeah. Like, okay, crazy. you're going to get married. You're going <laughs> like, to, this is he's happening. A girl. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. tall. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I will have to ask her what deck that was and then maybe I can find it and mm-hmm. buy it. Or at least what the card was. Cause then you can at least pick one that looks the, like the artwork of. Yeah. So different. Yeah. So anyway, those yeah. are my personal stories. I do have three more pages of notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you talk about uh, someone else's. But I'll just say my one, because I did go see like, I called a mall psychic because that's what it was. It was like, I think I was at work one day and I came out and there was like a flyer on my windshield. And I guess a psychic had just like moved into one of like the units by my work. And I think it was either with my friend or it showed my friend and it was like 20 bucks to get like your palm read or your cards and so we were like, whatever, let's go do this. Like, we got time to kill. So we went and, like, no expectations. It was just for fun. And the place was so, like, like there was, like, a curtain on the wall to, like, separate the room. It was oh, no. so, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was, like, a front. It must have been a front for, like, money yeah. laundering. Yeah. But then, yeah, the girl, the lady or whatever, we gave her, her our money. And then she, I think. I think she did like all three, like looked at our palm and read our cards. Okay. Uh, don't ask me what the third one was because that just popped <laughs> three. Maybe there was a fucking crystal ball. I don't remember. This is, I think I was 16 too, or like 17. I was very young. Mm-hmm. And I remember at that point in my life, I was just sad and lonely and all I wanted was a boyfriend. So of course the question that she's like, think of the question you want. And it was like, will I find love? And, um, I don't think you tell the question. I think you just think it, right? And yeah. then she goes on to say that I'm just going to meet someone at work, which I didn't. <laughs> but the the man she described ended up being the man I married, which is weird. She said he's very tall. He has blue eyes. He has blonde hair, which generic boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she also wasn't wrong. It was, it was so long ago and the experience was so lackluster. I don't remember much other than I 
gave her $20 to tell me generic things. <laughs> and then you lost $20 to hear that yeah. you a very generic boy. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was one of those things where it was like, we had fun. We talked about it afterwards. And yeah. And like really, I feel like that's waste. what you need to go into it thinking. Yeah. Like, okay. This is for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to go and like contact my dead relatives that like, I yeah. miss so much. Like you can't, I did not like, expect be. anything. It was just like, let's go. Like it was something to do. Cause when you live in small towns, there's really not much to do. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. For but yeah. Sure. That was the, that's the extent of that experience. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> my, my dad, after my brother passed away, he said he went to a medium and I think he needed that for like healing processes mm-hmm. for him. And he said that like everything was good. My brother was good or safe or happy or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. Like I wasn't there for the experience, so I don't know, but I'm just like, it's, you know, I'm glad you did something for your own trauma healing process. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if it I helps, it's great. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't need that, but I think it would be interesting i'd like to go do it but at the same time i'm like i don't want to pay anyone money <laughs> i know that's the thing like i would love to just like meet with a medium <laughs> but i'm like right 250 dollars <laughs> it's like, like they're so expensive and there's so much about like especially my brother's death that's available online so it's like i don't mm-hmm. know if i could trust i'd have to go in with like a pseudonym and have them not know anything about me or be able to google me because Otherwise, I feel like they would just regurgitate things I post online. And then I'd, yeah. I would be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's hard to know mm-hmm. who you can trust. Like, unless yeah. you find someone that, like, you click with and, like, you trust after yeah. seeing them for a couple times. But, again, that's, that's a lot true. of money. I know. It's, like, the dream that, like, some random is going to come up to you and tell you. Like, that actually happened at one of my old jobs. Not to me. I heard the story, like, secondhand. But there used to be a customer who I knew of. I didn't know she was like a medium, but she would come in all the time. And there was this one girl that used to work there. And one day she just ended up telling the girl, like, don't get into a red car, please. Like, I promise, like, do not get into a red car. Something bad is going to happen to you. Um, And then she tried to explain, like, like she was like a medium or whatever. And um, I don't recall the specifics if she either was in a red car or if it was just a red car that was involved but she got into a really terrible car accident with a red car that was involved oh my god and so it was all like we i remember talking all about that being like whoa like she was not wrong but but also how many red cars are i know right (laughs) exactly like it's you could say anything and it you know you have a good chance of it being true yeah (laughs) i actually was working one time at like an old retail job and I was just helping this customer and we were like getting along really well. And she's like, okay, I feel like we're kind of vibing. So I'm going to give you my card. And she was a medium. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, that's cool. But also I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was super nice. And like, it's yeah. cool that like there's a local, but. Like, I understand why they charge for it. It's it's a service. It's a yeah, whatever, it's their job. Know? It's that's their nice. job. But, at, but I can't help but feel like it's a little bit predatory, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, you want to Especially talk to your with dead like relative that you miss, <laughs> yeah, that I can Google quickly now because technology's yeah. there. It just makes me think of like Sylvia Brown on Maury. Like I remember watching all of those episodes. My mom loved Sylvia yeah. Brown, and then the whole thing with like was it Amanda Berry, the lady, the she was the girl that was just recent, recently. I don't know how many years ago now. Like found out that she was kidnapped and kept as a captive, and then she escaped. But, like, Sylvia Brown told her family that she was dead, like, oh. confirmed dead, but she wasn't, like. So then I start to go, oh, well, and she was such a phony, like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you imagine? And, like, apparently her mom passed away. So her mom just assumed her daughter was dead. So, like, she never got to see Amanda Berry be rescued. Oh. Like, heartbreaking. And so yeah. she went, she, like, people speculate she, like, died of a broken heart because she thought her daughter was dead, like yeah oh that's so sad mm-hmm. and like if she was religious too she probably figured that she'd be like meet her there oh. yeah oh no <laughs> i don't know yeah if she's religious but yeah i don't really know sad. okay so my aunt sent me three pages worth of notes <laughs> wow <laughs> she i can't wait um loves going to mediums like she's gone to quite a few of them she lives in kingston I love her to death. She's the sweetest <laughs> lady. Um, I feel like I need to explain a little bit of backstory though. We didn't know that Tam existed until 
probably 10 years ago. Like it was probably right around 10 years ago that we found her or she found us. My nanny that passed away, um, she had Tam when she was quite young. I think she was like 18 or something and she wasn't able to like care for her enough. So she ended up giving her up for adoption, but Tam was adopted by my nanny's sister's best friend. Okay. So all through her life, nanny like knew where Tam was and like knew how she was doing, but Tam didn't know that my nanny was her mom. Anyway, that's just a little bit of backstory. She found us about 10 years ago. It was like six months after nanny passed away. And like, we absolutely adore her. She's wonderful. I love her so much. How did she find you guys? Like, uh, they hired a private investigator. Wow. That's cool. Cause yeah, like nowadays so- people are finding each other through like 23 and me and realizing that they're related. Yeah. It's honestly wild though. Like I absolutely adore her and I know she loves medium. So I reached out to her to be like, Hey, did you want to come on the podcast? But she's yeah. rather shy. So <laughs> it is a little daunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so she sent me again three pages worth of notes of just like her experiences. Um, I'm probably just gonna read exactly what she wrote instead of yeah. trying to tell her story. Okay. Uh the first person I ever loved and lost was my grandma Simpson. So that would have been her mom's mom. No, okay. her dad's mom, sorry. Uh still miss her. I would have been 30 when she passed away, but was never contacted, unfortunately. My dad passed away in 1993, was devastating. Um, I had my mom to take care of. So that did help. I woke up one night and my dad was standing at the end of my bed. I wasn't scared and felt really comfortable. Oh, that's good. It wasn't for long. I don't remember dad saying anything, uh, but he wanted to know that he was okay. It wasn't a dream. It was definitely real. That also happened to my mom after her dad passed away. Yeah. Same with my, I don't know if it was my mom, but I know my grandma had like similar things where like when someone in the family passes away, like the other women of the family, like stand at the foot of their bed. Like it's such a common thing I've hear that I can't not believe it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think my mom actually talks about it when I did the episode with her, but she mm-hmm. was like 12 and like the night after her dad died, he was like sitting on the end of her bed, like talking to her. They talk about that in that show. I can't remember how that, what they call it. It's a, there's a name for it where it's like, mm-hmm. um, I should have wrote it down, but it's this type of like apparition that happens. Yeah. It's specifically. I think yeah. that's really cute. Shortly thereafter, my friend Gloria and I went to a medium in Kingston. It's the first time that she ever went to a medium. She said, I think Gloria went first and I was a skeptic. The first thing she said was she called me China, which is what her dad used to call her all the time. They also like had a dog named that. Like it was like a huge thing in her life was that name, China. Secret nicknames, like I hope nobody ever finds out my secret nickname for my dad. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like I've got one too that I'm like, uh, that's how I would know if if my brother came through. It'd it'd be a very specific nickname that I had as a childhood. Yeah. In my childhood rather. Yeah, for sure. Uh, It was 27 years ago. So her memory is pretty vague. She said, "Um, I know that dad did talk to me at that time. And then she says, I was lucky enough to find Veronica Hart. Uh, which I guess heart to heart is her business name. That sounds She's familiar. A medium in Kingston. She said, I think I've probably seen her about four times now. It's interesting readings and she'll tell what stands out below. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one, her dad came through and he was chatting away. She said, when we were leaving, Veronica said he was still chatting and would not stop. And that would be my dad. <laughs> um, I guess he called her Tina again. Uh, and he didn't like what her mom was doing to her family, which was ignoring us for Bill. Bill was her mom's new boyfriend. Oh. He said he welcomed Jody. Hang on. Okay. Jody is my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to I give guess, me backstory. <laughs> yeah. So Jody is Tam's daughter. And I guess she had a miscarriage. Oh. And her dad said that he welcomed Jody's baby when she miscarried and the baby was with him. I'm going to cry. I know. That's so sweet. So another time, the whole hour that she was there uh, was spent talking about how she needed to watch her mom's little pills. Uh, Mm. So that's all she got. She thought it was like a huge waste until (laughs) the following Saturday when uh, her whole family had met for breakfast and her mom looked terrible and seemed like really confused. So they went to emerge right away and her little blood pressure pills were not strong enough and she was really sick. That like completely blew her away. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy that like somebody would know that it's a little frustrating how sometimes it's so vague because then it's like like if she hadn't 
and luckily they went to emergency and things were fine but like if she hadn't thought of it or yeah hadn't gone yeah, yeah. it's like the red car like you're not gonna, yeah i'm not gonna stay with you or it's like you can't not get into like what if you owned a red car you're like well i can drive a red car yeah <laughs> i'll just walk everywhere i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah the next visit that she had uh she had just gotten married long before veronica said that her dad was over by her left hand the whole visit and was really happy and excited hmm. he was like looking at her ring and stuff that's, so, that's so sweet so tam's mom passed away three years ago now so another time when she was with veronica uh, she said that there were two ladies that wouldn't let go, which I guess like they wouldn't leave her alone, I guess, hmm. kind of. I don't know. Uh, one lady was passing something to another. Um, Tam said she was with her kids and we had no idea. Uh, through the reading, she kept coming back to the two ladies and they refused to leave. She then looked at me and asked if I was adopted. So she said that her biological mom was passing me to my mom. So it was literally like the image of like nanny passing a baby to like Tam's mom. Oh my god! And she didn't know she was adopted at that point. She knew she was adopted at that point. Okay. But, um, she didn't know that. Like, apparently, that's exactly how it happened. Like, nanny gave the baby to. Oh my Tam's god. Mom. That's crazy. Yeah. So she did. Could you imagine though, like, if she didn't know she was adopted, and that's how, and that's how she <laughs> found out? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> That is wild. Yeah. So uh, she wrote, that's exactly how it happened. But I didn't know that until about 11 years ago when she found us. Wow. Also, how would the medium know that she was adopted? It's like, that's. Yeah, you wouldn't (laughs) like. Okay. The next one. I also attended two readings by Blair Robertson, who I've heard of before. I think I know somebody else that may have seen him Hmm. um, as group readings. The first time he kept saying that he had a spirit with him and that December 5th will let the person in the audience know he's connecting with them. My uncle Bob's birthday is December 5th, and he had been gone about a year. So it ended up being him. Uh, Uncle Bob said that he was proud of my daughter, Jamie, and wanted me to help his son, Scott, as Scott was into drugs pretty bad, Mm. which is crazy. The second time she saw Blair was about a month after her mom passed away. He said that something was charging through all the other spirits, uh, so they could be the one that was like coming through. Uh, she said she knew when he said that that it was my mom which is really funny (laughs) just like move out of the way yeah I'm here (laughs) yeah uh she talked about how she was having fun again and that alcohol was involved lol (laughs) Tamara so auntie Lois and her mom which I guess would be her mom's sister are together again having a crazy time she told me something very sad was going to happen soon and that she would be by my side a couple months after they lost two of their puppies Oh, no. So she said that the kitty, Molly, who was a really sweet cat, uh, would come back and play with Charlie, who's their other cat. And that when she sent something low, it would be Molly. About phantom cats. Yeah. I know your story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a couple. I sense this all the time and would look, she said. Mm-hmm. I guess her mom just kept talking. <laughs> um, and it was verified <laughs> to her at the very end. Um, wow. only I knew that I was planting a tree for mom at the end. She thanked me for having the tree planted for her. And it was a super special moment, which yeah, that would be, that's really cute. I have a tree for my brother. That's oh, so funny. You? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's such yeah. a nice way to yeah. remember somebody. Exactly. Although I, we haven't planted it yet. It's still in its pot. And I think, I don't know if it's going to survive an Ontario winter. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little tree bit... is it? It's a magnolia and they don't okay. really grow out here it looks like but yeah we're gonna give it a try yeah Yeah. okay backstory for this one tam works she like owns a business and the building that they're in is like kind of an older building and there's like really narrow hallways and like staircases and stuff it's like kind of like a creepy looking building on the inside i mean obviously it's very nicely like decorated and stuff yeah it's like a (laughs) creepy building in my opinion anyway (laughs) so at work we have a spirit Uh, that we called Charlie. Charlie scared me. I would call my partner to come in the odd time when I worked at night as I was really frightened. One night a client and myself were getting up from my desk when we went to the stairs and we both heard a wee girl speaking. That's terrifying. Oh my goodness. Uh, There was nobody there and we checked everywhere. After that we called our spirit Charlotte. I haven't seen her for a while but the image of her floating up the stairs is still captured. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? No. (laughs) Terrifying. Yeah. So Tam and her husband ended up moving into her mom's house after she passed away. Um, 
and I guess Tam has like a lot of senses of her mom being at the house Hmm. and one day she kept turning on her water pick which is like if you don't know it's like a flosser kind of thing but it's like water like high pressure (laughs) um so she said it was really funny and she got like completely soaked by it. <laughs> she says, I like I how that, her- that was funny. That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says, I feel her presence all the time. A lot of cold going over me, which is crazy. I feel like oh that's goodness. like if you knew somebody like as closely as like, you know, your mom. Yeah. No, if it was them like playing a prank. on. That's you. so true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. To end things off, we lost my mom's sister, Aunt Lorette, uh, a week ago. On the Sunday, my stepson, Jamie, she has a daughter named Jamie and a stepson named Jamie. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) On Sunday, my stepson, Jamie, was setting up a computer for Dawn, who's her husband. um, And the song, How Great Thou Art, started playing out of the blue. Dawn told him not to keep it playing because uh, Tam would hear it and she would get upset because she always does when she hears that song because her mom sang it to her when she was little. Mm. Uh, so Jamie came up to tell her that it had happened and all of a sudden he started to sob and shake. He couldn't snap out of it. And he said he felt Tam's mom's spirit go into him. Whoa. Tam said, truly it did. Mom always loved Jamie and wanted him to get better because he struggled with like addiction and stuff. in the past. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't like that. <laughs> I know that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah. I don't like like anything uninvited to like happen. Yeah. 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 That's crazy though yeah (laughs) i like those little coincidences or like or not like moments of stuff like that where like a song plays or you smell like a perfume or something i love like honestly smelling my nanny's perfume is like i mean i have the actual perfume but if i don't like spray it if i just like get a whiff of like Mm -hmm. her perfume i'm just like oh i haven't had anything like that in a long time yeah i remember stuff like that used to happen after my grandma passed away yeah yeah, I haven't cool. had it since before we moved. I remember I was in the kitchen at my old place, which like you've been there. It was like the one like big room, yeah, dining room, living room. Um, Michael was in the living room and I was in the kitchen. I just like burst into tears and he's like, what happened? <laughs> what's going on? Because <laughs> I could smell my nanny, but like, oh my goodness. Talk about it. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just like, I don't know. Sometimes you just need it, you know? Yeah. You're having a bad day. Totally. Yeah. Like certain songs will forever be like tied to like my brother. So if they play Mm -hmm. on the radio, it's like I either have to change it or I have to embrace it and just like cry that whole drive home. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Although it was funny because I I did binge that surviving death show and I was feeling a little sentimental. So it kind of said out loud. I said to my brother, I said, hey, like, you know, if you're around, give me a sign don't scare me like don't be mean (laughs) and then last night I got up to go to the bathroom and I heard like like a jingle sound and at first my brain was just like oh it's just the dog's collar but we take their collars off at night Mm -hmm. and it it, I was like immediately it was like just kidding I don't want the sign anymore (laughs) I'm over it it's okay I don't want it I don't want it like just you hear that's enough yeah because i was like what the fuck was that jingle like i still don't know because we take their collars off at night because i don't want to hear it yeah so i don't know what made that noise but (laughs) i definitely closed my eyes as i walked back to the bed i was like i didn't look i didn't want to see anything i didn't (laughs) i was like i regret my choice (laughs) shouldn't have said anything i regret yeah i was was feeling sentimental in the moment (laughs) (laughs) it's past yeah I know you're probably fine. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's nice when you want it to happen. If you're not totally in the mood or you're already spooked. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Well, and it's like, I think I've mentioned this before in the past where like, you know, growing up, you're kind of mean with your siblings and I used to scare him because he was my younger brother. Mm-hmm. So we, I would always joke to my mom that like, now that he's gone, he's going to haunt me and get back at me. And he has it, not good, but it's like he fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. I mean, I don't want to scare you, but like, don't be surprised if your baby starts like staring off it. I know. Babies do that all the time. I like part of me, and like this is like a sick social experiment that I don't know if I'll go through with. But I'm like, what if I never mention I had a brother or its name? Talks about it, right? And like, what if one day's like Uncle Matt came to visit, and I'm like, how the fuck do you know that name? Yeah. <laughs> right like 
Yeah, that would be terrifying. Right. <laughs> I, because I, part of me is like, I don't know if I want to talk about it early because it's that's then you have to explain what death is so quickly. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know how early I'm going to explain I had a brother mm-hmm. and what happened to him. So like, if that happens, I might lose my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I'm going to explain it. There's so much in life that I'm like, oh, I got to figure this out now. <laughs> you got some time. Yeah. They're I mean, a baby, baby for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. And like, I. I think me and you were around the same age, probably when our grandmas passed away. So it was like, we had to deal with that kind of trauma early on. Mm-hmm. But I know so many people that like, just like they're in their thirties and they're just losing like their first family member. Yeah. And I've lost so many already at this point that I'm like, Oh, you, are you doing okay? Cause I've gone through this trauma as a young yeah. person. <laughs> like yeah, I, I lost coped. an uncle and a great uncle. I was probably like 12 and like, mm-hmm. 15 14 when I lost them but I wasn't close to them but like I went and I like went to the funeral and like experienced all that yeah I feel like that was so important for me to go through before I lost my nanny because I mean I have my nanny's face tattooed on me like I absolutely adore that woman (laughs) so I feel like that kind of like prepared me for totally yeah I lost my first grandpa when I was like six so it was like a weird age because I don't really remember much of him but I was Mm -hmm. like affected by it as a kid Mm -hmm. and then yeah and going through that prepared me for then when I lost my great-grandmother and then my grandma and like all the other stuff like not like it's it's weird to me to think that like people are just going through like their first family deaths yeah at this age because I'm like which I mean like in a way like they're so lucky that they're just so because they had so many more years with them exactly but it's still hard like (laughs) yeah don't know how to like not get over it but like process and yeah well it's part of me is just like it's hard to understand that emotion because it's like I was going through a different emotion because I was younger so it was like heightened or it was more you know what I mean oh yeah everything is the end of the world when you're a teenager yeah Yeah. but yeah I haven't I don't think I've ever maybe as you get older you get more closed I feel like I've closed myself off spiritually because I don't want to go through scary things Mm -hmm. but I haven't had I don't feel like I've had any like signs or anything for my brother which seems weird yeah yeah it definitely happened a lot more when I was a teenager but also Mm -hmm. I mean in my head it was all my nanny (laughs) like that's what I'm telling myself but I don't know maybe it's just because it was just like more fresh in my mind right not that I'm over it because like I I will never never get over that but yeah I've just kind of like learned to my favorite analogy is about about grief is that it's like imagine imagine like a box and then there's a ball bouncing around in that box and at the time whatever you're going through your grief is another circle inside that box and up, like immediately after someone dies that circle is basically the entirety of the box mm-hmm. so the ball bouncing around is constantly hitting grief you're constantly feeling grief and over time the circle inside the box gets smaller doesn't go away completely just gets smaller that sometimes the ball's bouncing around it misses it it'll hit the grief sometimes and then you'll feel a ping of like sadness because oh every God, now I'm and then cry <laughs> yeah that's so good yeah it's the best analogy because you'll never get rid of that ball and then of course like the more grief the more things it, there'll be more balls inside for mm-hmm. it to ping off of um I imagine it like you know the dvd yeah. <laughs> logo it's like that and then there's like another little ball inside and sometimes it'll hit that ball which is your grief and because like I, I don't know about you but sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll randomly just think of like my brother or my grandma and get like sad I'm like where oh, did yeah. that come from it's yeah like, it's just hitting that little ball of grief inside yeah. of you yeah yeah no that's a really good one yeah because it never goes away it's that. just there yeah it just gets smaller yeah so sometimes it's easier to avoid yeah and, and then of course really cer- good certain triggers will happen which makes oh, yeah. it kind of blow up a little bit <laughs> yeah for sure no, it's definitely not something that ever goes away, but no, just gotta keep going. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about next week? I actually have zero clue. I doing... think, I think it's a ghost one. Okay. I think we're due for a ghost one. Cause we did just, yeah, we did just true crime before this and then, right. so yeah, we got ghosts and then I think it, another true crime would be after that. I think another true crime would be after that. Yeah. Good. Excited. I can't wait to talk about ghosts. I've been wanting to do another ghost story one. Yeah. I really like the ghost ones. I think they're my favorite. Yeah, me too. The true crime ones get so hard sometimes. Speaking of true crime, um, I haven't watched it yet, but have you seen the new Netflix documentary, Murder Among the Mormons or whatever? Yes, I have. I watched it the other day. 
I think that's what I'm going to watch tomorrow. Yeah, it was, yeah. it took me a little bit to get into it, but it, it's pretty good. Okay. I'm excited. Cause I feel like that's a cult crossover true crime. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. I've been watching a lot of like fundamental Christian cult. Yeah. Stuff. You were saying that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was just like, Ooh, this is like right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I watched that. Okay guys. Well, that was a super cool, uh, episode kind of like back to the roots yeah, it's weird. I feel like I never talk this much. <laughs> I know the I, episodes. It's weird. I feel like I talk too much, so it was a good <laughs> break. <laughs> um, it was definitely weird to not have like I went to open up Microsoft Word and I was like, oh no, I get to be I a know. spectator. <laughs> I know I had handwritten notes this time for my I know I saw I saw paper. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> we're just All very right, chatty. It's been yeah, a while. <laughs> it's been a while. You can tell that we're socially deprived as well. Yeah, we sure are. Okay, guys, until next time, keep on creeping on.